RadioInfluence.com. Why, Crusher, it's good to see you. You're listening to Crush Performance with the Crusher, Jeff Crushell. Get in on the talent grid and text Crush at 10 12 60 with your questions, comments, or smart ass remarks. And welcome to Crush Performance, everybody. I am Jeff Crushell, and we're your weekly source for performance information. Welcome back. Happy New Year. I hope you had a great, great holiday season, but it's time to get down to business. I have so been looking forward to uh, kicking this season off, and today we're going to do it with a bang. Reach out to us. Crushperformance.com is the website. Info at Crushperformance is the email. On Twitter, follow me, at Jeff Crush, and on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the social media platforms. Search out Crush Performance, and we'll be there with a lot of new and exciting stuff. Keep an eye out. Or our new Crush website that's coming soon. Subscribe, follow, and sign up. We'll be hosting webinars, posting videos right alongside the radio show and podcast. We'll also have our Crush reports and our blogs, all that great stuff. Plus, we'll be following the very latest trends and research coming out of the sport performance world and connecting you with all of it to keep you on the cutting edge and performing at your very best. Crushperformance.com, brand new. It's coming soon. Keep your eyes open and we'll keep you posted. Okay, 2021, I could not be more excited to kick off a new year than I am this year. Not only because we're going to put COVID behind us and we're well on our way there, but because of our two major themes we'll be focusing on this year. Right along with all of our regular Crush content, we will be focusing on the Crush brain game and talent. For us, these are two of the most important topics on the human performance landscape right now, and they're both massive And I do believe it's going to take us an entire year just to set both of these up. Now, of course, if you've been listening to the show, uh, you know we had a really, really great series on the Crush Brain Game heading into the end of 2020. Uh, And the goal of that was sort of to set the tone. Should the brain be one of the top priorities in human performance? Right now, as it sits in all of our programming, we start everything with our four top priorities, sleep, rest, and recovery, and sleep is king by far. Sleep is the number one factor for us if we're going to help somebody maximize and raise their ceiling of potential. And rest and recovery are the two key factors that everything else has to be built around. Volume, intensity, competitive programming, All has to be monitored, balanced based on the quality and the amount of rest and recovery our athletes can get. And that's why sleep, rest, and recovery, priority number one. Priority two, very close number two, hydration and nutrition. But it is number two. After that, for our athletes, and this is where our sporting world deviates maybe from some of the other areas, uh, uh, our performing arts, musicians, actors, Uh, are a little bit different now. Uh, We can get into the business world, maybe a little bit different now. But for our athletes, our number three priority is range of motion and functional movement. Do we have symmetry? Do we have safe, healthy ranges of motion? And are we operating properly? Do we have joint stability, joint integrity? And those are critical for moving forward in terms of human performance in sport. And then number four, movement. We need to teach movement. Listen, if we're going to create the most coachable, robust, adaptable athletes, we have to be superior master movers. That's the key. And then the question comes in, should the brain be among those four or should it be established as a fifth priority? Well, we did that last year. There's no question. 
the brain and the brain game needs to be included as a top priority. And what that means is the focus, even before we get into our work, into our competitions, into our training, we need to make sure that our athletes are set up from a mental standpoint, but not just the mental standpoint. There's so many things to consider when it comes to the brain game. And that's what we're going to try to unlock uh, as we move forward in this year of crush performance. And all of this, all of this falls under the umbrella of talent and talent development. I firmly believe that the one area that holds the greatest potential for pushing human performance forward is the brain, not just our understanding of the brain and much more than just sports psychology in itself. It also encompasses the technology that's now allowing us to map, monitor, and train the brain real time. We now have technologies that allow us to do things we've never been able to do before. And I really do believe it's going to allow us to push human performance to places we've never gone. And this is going to be really, really exciting. But it's not just that. We need to have a better understanding of what the brain is. There are so many things to consider here. And we're going to talk with some of the world's leading experts from all aspects of brain performance, from the neuroscientists to sports vision experts to personality and mindset people. There are so many things to consider here, and we're going to try to map it out as we move through this year. Your feedback is going to be important. If you have questions, comments, remarks, or if you have something you'd like us to investigate, or if you found something personally that's really worked for you in terms of your mental game, in terms of your focus, your concentration, in terms of your mood or your personality, all of these things are part of it. You have the brain, two parts. It's kind of like a computer. You have the hardware and the software. The hardware is the brain itself, the nervous system. We know that quite well. We've mapped that out and, and we know this quite well. But when we get into the, the software that makes it all work together, and how it integrates with the world around us, that's where we're really, really going to push things forward. It's a very exciting time, and one of the reasons the brain game is such a top priority here at Crush Performance. And of course, everything we talk about falls under the umbrella of talent and talent development. And as much as we know, or as much as we think we know, in the world of performance, and whether we're talking about sport or business or, or academics, we might be talking about music or school, the performing arts, Wherever there's humans trying to get better, there are principles that apply. And in the world of human performance, as much as we think we know about talent and talent development, we really don't. We really don't. And we're going to get to the bottom of it over the course of this year. We're going to talk again with some of the world's top scientists, research coaches, athletes to expand our understanding of what talent really is and how it works, how it works over the course of an individual development and how it works as you enter an environment or enter a competitive world, whether it's sport, whether it's music, whether it's business, whether it's academics, it might be chess. A lot of the research right now, believe it or not, uh, that exists on talent and talent development and, and the acquisition of expertise comes out of the world of music. Music and believe it or not, chess, very measurable. People have looked at, hey, how do the greats become great? There's issues with that, and we're going to talk about it all. It's a fascinating area, and we need to get better at this. We need to expand and have a better understanding. Heck, we don't even have a consensus on a working definition of talent. If we got 12 people from the world of human performance together in a room and asked them what talent is, we would probably get 12 very different answers. And right there lies a big problem. 
Because if we don't have a consensus on where to start, how can we possibly move forward with purpose? And then how can we have an integrated system that might work better uh, from a holistic standpoint? Because as you develop talent in one area of your life, it affects every other area of your life. And this is the idea of the long game of development, whether we're talking sport or just, just human growth and development. It's going to be a fascinating adventure this year. And then, of course, don't forget, we're going to have all of the other great Crush content. The Crush War on Sugar will continue. We'll be talking about uh, the, the top stories and the top storylines to follow in sport and in sport performance research. So we're going to be doing all of that great stuff. And then, of course, we're going to be answering your questions. And don't forget, if you have something you'd like us to investigate or, or an idea or if you need help with something, we have dedicated segments, even entire episodes to your ideas. So as much as we pride ourselves in getting you guys thinking about what, what we might all need to be thinking about, you guys really get us thinking about things as well. It's a great, great partnership. So today, get us off to a solid start. We're going to talk with Crush Hall of Famer, the zone coach, Jim Fannin. Jim has worked with more top performers than we could possibly count athletes, teams, corporations, and individuals, and many of them are among the ranks of the world's top performers from business, the arts, and most certainly sport. And today we're going to set up our approach for 2021 with a coach of champions, Jim Fannin. If you're looking to make 2021 a banner year for yourself, you do not want to miss this conversation. We'll set it all up right after this on Crush Performance. Find out what it takes to be a top performer. Get the Crush blog, podcast, and newsletter at crushperformance.com. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to Crush Performance, everybody. We are your weekly source for performance information. Hey, listen, if you want to reach out to us, questions, comments, smart remarks, crushperformance.com is the website. Info at crushperformance is the email. We answer every single message that we get. And if you need some help with something, if we don't have the answers, we will find them. And if you're okay with it, we may dedicate a segment or even an entire episode to your idea. Because listen, if you're thinking about it, there's probably a whole bunch of other people out there that are thinking about it as well. And that's what it's all about, sharing information and problem solving. So let's get it done together. All right. Speaking about getting it done together, setting ourselves up for success. There is no one I would rather talk to as we launch our assault on 2021 than our good friend Crush. Hall of Famer, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Jim, I am so glad you could join us here as we kick off our assault on 2021. Happy New Year, my friend. Thanks for joining us. Crush, Happy New Year. I'm glad to be on your show. And 2021 is going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't I'm wait. For, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Me too. And I can't wait either, Jim. And I'm going to tell you what. Hey, just before the Christmas holidays, this is late November now. Um, and I reached out to you then. And I, I was, again, just setting up our 2021 radio campaign here. And of course you've headlined our, our new year's campaign, I think for the last eight or nine years. So I was really excited to talk to you, but I saw an Instagram post of you um, uh, singing in the rain. You were singing, singing in the rain and you were out there just uh, on, on one of the, one of the wisdom walks uh, just spreading the good word. But it was really great to see at that time, just heading into the holidays. Everybody's having a tough time, COVID madness and everything that's going on. Uh, but that was really great, Jim. I want to thank you for that post. Well, I'm still waiting on my music contract. It hasn't come in yet. So <laughs> I'll, I'll keep, the, keep the faith going. Excellent. Gene Kelly, uh, I, I plagiarized his song, but uh, 
I did the best in the rain that I could. <laughs> oh, you did it. You did it. Great justice. Great justice. I'll tell you that. I know some people. So uh, let me see what I can work up here. <laughs> hook, hook, hook me up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, hey, we are heading into 2021, an exciting time. And you and I have talked about this before. The new year um, is is sort of a, a hopeful, hopeful time. Uh, because people are, are getting set for what's to come. You know, we you've said it from the, one of the first times we ever talked. You look back, you look back to learn, you look forward to plan, but you got to live in the moment. And Jim, it's pretty tough times right now. It It's unprecedented times. I mean, let, I'm just going to go through very quickly a snapshot. COVID-19, closed businesses, uh, canceled, postponed weddings, graduations, proms, quarantine, uh, remote learning, school delays, remote working, lost wages, lower profit margins, politics, don't get me started on that, uh, less alone time, or for some people being too alone. And uh, COVID-19 deaths, friends, family, associates, masks, Weight gain, day drinking, opioids, sleepless nights, worry, fear, irritability, uh, less golf, no golf, uh, takeout meals, no indoor dining. I think I described 2020 in a nutshell, but here's here's really what's on the horizon. It's time to have our best year ever, and uh, I want to make one thing very clear. In my experience over the last 48 years, it's the person with the most constants in a world of variables that will prevail. The person with the most constants in a world of variables. And at no time in human history had there been more unforeseen, uncontrollable, sometimes unmanageable variables that are beyond your control, unpredictable, chaotic. Um, We need variables. And and Jeff, I'd like to walk through what one can do to get some constants so that you can make a serious, positive, uh, amazing change for 2021. Absolutely. You know, there's five markers that each of us can control. Self-discipline, well, that's on us. My self-discipline is mine. Your self-discipline is yours. And, you know, that's just being willing to commit to a well-defined blueprint um, and commit to a vision of what you want to happen in uh, 2021. But part of self-discipline is having some variables. So what are some of those? One, our sleep habits have been turned upside down. Um, going to sleep at the same time, getting up at the same time. That needs to be a constant. We need to do that with our family, our children. Uh, But our sleep habits have been totally disrupted. And um, it's crucial uh, to not only have nighttime, bedtime the same, morning time the same, but we also need constants of what we're thinking right before bed and right when we wake up. And the constant is something that does wake you up positive and tucks you in bed at night. And that's a vision of what you really want when 2021 is over. So if everybody listening can project yourself to New Year's Eve 2021, one year from now, 
what have you accomplished? What have you done? And um, something on a macro level. Well, whatever that is, uh, we need to start thinking about it and seeing it in finished state as if it's so, as it will be, at the same time when you go to bed at night, at least within 30 minutes of deep sleep. That must be a constant, the amount of sleep you get when you go to sleep, when you wake up. What else? Food intake. I, I don't know about in Canada, but I know in the U.S., there's a lot of people that have gained a lot of poundage because of COVID-19. Binge eating, of course. <laughs> uh, it's hard to turn down a lobster grilled cheese at 1.30 a.m. when your <laughs> wife says, hey, would you, like a, would you like a lobster grilled cheese? I'm like, I've never turned that down. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'll have one. Um, and that's when you're watching some show because everything's turned upside down. We need to eat our daily meals pretty much at the same time. Uh, the people I've been coaching, they're fasting at least 12 hours in that 24-hour cycle. 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., no food. Water, but no food. And then eating four to six meals in the other 12 hours. And I'm not saying that should be the diet for everyone listening, but I know most of my clients are doing that. They're, they're looking to get food intake as a constant. And then the third is physical fitness. Um, I dedicated myself on July 2nd of this year. I'm walking the rest of the year every day, three miles minimum, up to five, six miles. And I haven't missed a day. And yes, I was singing in the rain uh, one day when uh, most people, it was a cold rain, most people wouldn't have gone out. But I had that discipline of commitment. I'm going to walk every day for the rest of the year. Uh, so self-discipline is the first thing we need uh, to really get 2021 off to a great start. Control your food, control your fitness, control your sleeping. Uh, we can definitely do that. Oh, powerful stuff. And of course, that self-discipline is uh, step number one in Jim Fannin's score system. You could check out Jim's great work at jimfannin.com. Jim, I love this idea about constant. You know, you and I have talked about this before, but the whole idea of consistency is way more powerful than one might think. Uh, it really is. And uh, it, it's also dress rehearsing the next day. Never have a day you haven't already had. And, you know, I, I'm not talking about dress rehearsing the micro minutiae. I'm talking about, you know, tomorrow there's two things I want to accomplish. So I'm going to dress rehearse maybe a presentation I need to make, or maybe it's an interview with crush, you know, uh, but never have a day I haven't already had. And uh, that's the kind of discipline that we need. How long does that take? Minutes, 90 seconds. It doesn't take long to dress rehearse what you want. Uh, but concentration, cross concentrations dropped like a stone. I, when I first got into the business of uh, inspiring people to be in a zone state, to be your genuine, authentic, best self, concentration, um, we could hold a thought 15 to 20 seconds. Today, uh, the average person uh, is having a challenge to hold a thought six to eight seconds, and then we're off to something else. And you can thank social media and our cell phone for uh, interrupting our lives, uh, but we need to be consistent on what we think. And we're all awake, 
we're, we're not all aware. We need to think about what we think about, and, and we need to avoid negative replays of the past. And right now, uh, definitely in America, everybody's replaying negative past. Um, and they're placing these non-helpful thoughts on a mental loop. Uh, people are using their imagination, projecting these negatives into their future. And, of course, that's the essence of worry, anxiety, fear, and all those maladies that no one wants. So basically, stay out of the past. Next is the new battle cry. And uh, you only go into the past to evaluate, analyze, and, of course, learn. And every now and then, you know, reminisce, you know, something positive, fun, or happy with a friend or family or a colleague. But staying out of the past, uh, especially stay out of 2020. Put yeah. it in the rearview mirror. Learn from it. There's a lot to learn from this year. Um, and I hope everyone has learned that family is more important than business and your personal wellness is the most important without that loving yourself and, and focusing on being your best. Well, if I'm not doing that, how am I going to help my family and how am I going to help my colleagues? So, um, uh, we need to think about what we think about, uh, and we need to start focusing only on what matters and not focusing on what doesn't matter. Uh, the other thing, Crush, I, I, I can't, if you want to focus better in 2021, you must hydrate. We've talked about that before, but yeah. if you lose one to 2% of your body water, your, your focus is going to drop at least 10%. And if you're irritable and if you're losing focus, uh, the first thing I would do would be hydrate. And I've said this to every athlete, uh, Urine clear, never fear, urine yellow, loser fellow. Hydrate and your focus will ho hold steady. Urine clear, never fear, urine yellow, loser fellow. Hydrate if you want to focus better in 2021. Great stuff. That is great. And, and you know, hydration is one of the low-hanging fruit as well. It's so easy for everybody to do. It is totally easy, but uh, we need to manage that better uh, to improve our concentration so we can help other people right. concentrate. Uh, the third marker, and I'm concerned about this one, is optimism. You know, that's just believing and expecting and knowing that the routines, the constants you put in place, that you'll execute them, and that's going to lead to well-defined goals and uh, and a long-term year vision. But part of optimism, um, we just need to avoid disparaging words about us. Like, oh man, I'm an idiot. God, why am I so stupid? If I didn't have any bad luck, <laughs> I wouldn't have any luck at all. <laughs> you know, no more put-downs. No more self-disparaging words. Stop it. Stop putting yourself down. Stop getting up out of the couch. You've gained an extra 20 pounds. Stop blowing your breath, rolling your eyes, because it's a struggle to get up. You must be what you want before you get what you want. So you got to be thin before you're going to get thin. You got to think fit before you'll live a life of fitness. So uh, the first thing is build yourself up. 
sell you on the awesomeness of you. I am statements, but we got to get off our butts. Hey, I'm awesome, but, you know, COVID or get rid of the howevers, these qualifying statements of how awesome you are. Stop it. Sell you on you. I'm accurate. I'm awesome. I am well, whatever it is. And, and I think one of the keys to building up your optimism is, and we talked about this on your show, you got to upgrade your hello. I know when, every time you call me, you ask, ask me how I am. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. I just want to hear I, it, man. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm two levels above awesome. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I'm, uh, I, I wake up and see eagles flying down below me. So uh, everybody, upgrade your hello. You pick the response. Uh, I'm awesome. I'm two levels above awesome. I'm incredible. Um, but we need to get rid of it. Well, yeah, I'm all right. How you doing? Good. Upgrade your hello. Because that's helping you sell you on you, but it's also helping other people around you upgrade their own positivity. And you can control this, but we got to control what's in the mirror in your bathroom, how I look at me, all the way to the curb out in front of my house. And that means I need to influence everybody in my home. Kids, mom, dad, anybody, uh, and upgrading your hello will do it. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm awesome. But that's a habit worth having. And that's something that uh, uh, people's greetings are not real positive today. I know. I talk to everybody. How are you doing? And what I get back is not worth repeating, really. Right. It's almost deflating. And you're right, Jim. Isn't it amazing how how that response, hey, Jim, how are you doing? I am amazing, man, picks up the other person. It is incredible how much we can share this, isn't it? I mean, I find it, I find it a fascinating. Well, it is. And again, stop putting yourself down, build yourself up, upgrade your greeting. And, and when you say goodbye, say goodbye with your heart and your soul, you know? Every day needs to be lived fully. Every day. There's no day off from living a full life. Every day. Even if tomorrow I decide I'm going to be a bum, I'm not shaving, I'm going to have a few beers, and I'm not going to, I'm going to turn my brain off. Then do it awesome. <laughs> do it well, <laughs> don't, man. Don't get on the phone. <laughs> yeah. be, be, be that bum. Don't shave. Have make, a beer or two. Make sure that beer is as cold as humanly possible, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. I love it. I love it. And, and um, uh, the last thing, and, and this is uh, one of the things that we can't control. Right now, the average person uh, has probably 15 to 20 breaths a minute. I used to say 15 to 17 breaths a minute. And, and, and inhale, exhale would be one breath. You go past 20 breaths a minute, that energy is going to back up like a toilet and it's going to hide in your muscles. You'll start grinding your teeth. Uh, you'll have shortness of breath. Uh, you'll, that's where worry, fear, anxiety reside. We need to breathe slower, lower. And we need to be aware of it. So my recommendation, Crush, for everybody listening, set your phone alarm every two hours. 
do this for the next couple of days. And when the alarm goes off, unhinge your jaw and breathe. Just slow down. How fast has 2020 gone by? I, I was in Miami on February 22nd. I believe my wife had COVID. We were stuck in a nice hotel on South Beach in Miami. And I blinked my eyes and I'm sitting there talking to you. Mm-hmm. I've had one haircut in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but time has gone by and it's been negative. Life is short. It's easy for a 71-year-old man to say that. I'm coaching 19-year-olds and I'm telling them, slow down the game. Put down your fork between bites. Stop eating. Start dining. Even if you're alone, slow down. Breathe. But right now, I'm challenging everybody. Set your phone alarm. I hope you get surprised when it goes off. And when it does, be aware of how many breaths you have in one minute. Six to eight, that's the amount of breaths a world champion athlete will have in the heat of battle. Everybody else is breathing 15, 16, 20. And of course, if you're breathing 20, you're going to choke your brains out. You're going to gag. You're going to make the most simple mistakes ever. So controlling your relaxation, that's a big deal. The other thing, I I would carve out some alone time every day. Twice a day, I meditate. What does that mean? I I turn my brain off. Yeah. I I, I turn my phone off. Not long. I take about 15 minutes, and I just clear my mind. It's a giant reboot for me. And um, it also is... is a time when we do this, it rejuvenates and replenishes our energy. This is all about energy, Jeff. And that energy must be positive, but we need to manage it. Breathe, unhinge your jaw. Can't, you can't be in the zone without your jaw unhinged and, um, and relax. So breathing uh, is definitely crucial. The next thing is, this is my favorite living thing. Uh, besides the human and puppies. <laughs> but my favorite living thing is the palm tree. If you find yourself in a verbal hurricane with a spouse, or and we've all, if you've been married and you say no, I'm like, well, you, you haven't been married very long. <laughs> <laughs> still in the honeymoon. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're still on the honeymoon. But, you know, a, a vendor, uh, maybe you got a teenager in your house. Um, uh, it could be just someone at the store where maybe you accidentally cut line and somebody goes off on you. I mean, those verbal hurricanes, they happen in society. We need to be a palm tree in those situations. Absorb the negativity of someone yelling at you. Let it pass through you like a palm tree allows a 120-mile-an-hour hurricane wind to pass through it. Uh, the palm fronds... Uh, uh, absorb that negativity. The palm tree bends, doesn't break. Um, and then once the person blows the hurricane out, po- uh, the hurricane is, is dissipated, uh, the palm tree pops up and says, hey, sunshine, how you doing? We need to be palm trees in these verbal 
real hurricanes of life. And um, once the hurricane's negative winds subside, uh, sunshine, blue sky, and maybe a cocktail with an umbrella in it, you know? <laughs> yes. So uh, be, a, be a palm tree in life's hurricane. Now, that sounds easy. It's not. Because when you get ambushed and somebody yells, I mean, the normal reaction is to yell back. Somebody hits you, you hit them back and go, why'd you hit me? Well, why'd you hit me back? It's a natural reaction, unfortunately, for a lot of people. Uh, but uh, be a palm tree. Uh, that's, that is definitely my message uh, when you have those interpersonal conflicts. And then last, Jeff, just like me singing in the rain, um, that's the pleasure, satisfaction of doing what you do in your routines with your constants as you're achieving your well-defined goals and your vision of what you want in your life. You got to love life. And, and so what do we need to do? Uh, I skip for no reason. Uh, I, I've had many situations with athletes where I've made them skip <laughs> onto the field, off the field. Uh, we need to laugh more. Uh, and we need to start getting back into the passion of uh, living and uh, that passion about just your own personal improvement. It, it's contagious. We need to start an enjoyment pandemic. <laughs> so, and, and, and you got to laugh every day. And I, and I will say the last, if you don't have music in your life, add some music. It, it's the rhythm and beat of your favorite songs. Come on, that puts a bounce in your step. Keep yeah. that song in your heart. I walk around uh, on my wisdom walk, and I, I've got this in the background of my mind, my own little soundtrack. Um, I even get up and dance during commercials. My family freaks out and laughs at me, and I'm like, laugh on, because I'm, I'm going to keep dancing. And uh, I dance at commercials for no reason, just because... I want to do it. And uh, so uh, we need to get some smiles, some enjoyment, and, and send out the love. But uh, self-discipline, that's tough. That's first. And it's also uh, getting a blueprint, which I think we should talk about next. Yeah, I, I agree, Jim, because, you know, it's one thing to um... – it's one thing to get all this under control and it's another thing to work with purpose. And that's what the blueprint's all about. You know, just before we move to that, because I do want to talk about that for sure really briefly here. But, but you know, it's funny when you talk about, you know, shutting your phone off and just getting away for a couple of times a day. You know, one thing that's always sort of fascinated my wife is, you know, we'll get on a plane or when I'm traveling for Major League Baseball or whatever it might be, I'll get on a plane and I will almost immediately fall asleep. And everybody goes, how can you fall asleep so and you know what I think it is now that you say this, I, you know, I, I'm just, it's, I'm a, I'm a, it, it's like an escape. Nobody can get to me when I'm sitting on that plane. Phones are off. I'm, I'm out of it for however long that flight is. And I fall asleep. I'll just boom instantly. Isn't that, isn't that fascinating? It, it is fascinating. And I, I totally agree. I fly around the world quite a bit and, uh, what a peaceful time. No phone, uh, turn your phone up twice a day. Um, and take care of number one, you, you got to be your own best friend. Uh, and you got to love you. If you want to share love and receive love and, um, you got to love you. And that means take care of your mind. Um, 
Hey, I, I got to ask, uh, I, I don't know this. Does Canada have AAA? Um, yeah, we have a version of it. Yes, we do. Yeah. So you have a emergency ro- road service, yep. right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Well, <clears throat> we've created AAA uh, for you personally. Triple A, 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 A. 2021, if you find yourself in a psychological ditch, Triple A is just right around the corner for you. You got to call Triple A. What is Triple A? Adapt, adjust, adhere. We need to adhere to our own principles of how we're going to live our life. We need to adhere to extreme solution-oriented positivity. Extreme. And, I, and I've realized that I am an extremist in positivity. I, I, I'm, I'm not bumping into enough positive people. Everybody's talking about 2020 the same. I hope it never comes back. But it's not going to end just because 1231, 20 hits, and all of a sudden January 1, 2021 that's just a calendar notation. COVID's still going to be there. Job loss is still going to be there. Quarantine may still be there. We've got to adapt, adjust, but adhere to our core values and stay focused on your personal blueprint. Triple yeah. A. I love it. I absolutely love that, Jim. That is fantastic. And that's something people can use. You know, we often said it, and you and I have talked about this on the show first. If you're going to be good for the people around you, if you're going to be good for your kids, if you're going to be good for your spouse, if you're going to be great for your employees or your partners at work, for your teammates or your fellow coaches, uh, you've got to take care of yourself first. And yet sometimes, you know, we get so caught up in worrying about everybody else and maybe everything else that we sometimes neglect ourselves. This this triple A is really, really powerful. Well, thought thoughts matter. The power of a thought is pretty amazing. I may have said this before. Uh, I was privileged to be part of a research project uh, on the power of intuition. And um, this is a few years back. A mother with a small infant was separated from her child in the same house, but separated in a closed room. The child was hooked up to a breathing monitor, a heart monitor, and also uh, another monitor that monitored brain wave activity. And the baby was all snuggled in a crib and uh, very content asleep. The mother with the door shut, no communication with the child. The mother is in another part of the house. We asked the mother to think of something in her past that really disturbed her. We didn't want to know what it was. We apologized for asking her to replay that in her mind. But the mom was hooked up to a breathing monitor, heart monitor, and brain activity uh, monitor. When the mother started reliving this negative in her life, her breathing (coughs) started to rise, her heart rate increased. Simultaneously in the other room, no communication, the baby's increased the same as the mother's increased. Then we asked the mother to turn her brain off, think of the most peaceful place that she's ever been in her life, 
and the mother mentally, psychologically went there in her mind. Her heart rate lowered, her breathing lowered, and so did the babies. Oh, wow. So, wow. every thought you have is being broadcast. That's the good news. Every thought you have is being broadcast. <laughs> I guess that's the bad news, too. So every thought you have, Jeff, has three simultaneous reactions. The first reaction is physical. So, oh, wow, Jim looks happy. He's smiling. He's, he, he looks uh, uh, alive and pumped up and full of pep and vigor. You can see my body language based on what I'm thinking. Or, oh, my gosh, Jim's sad. His head's lowered. Uh, he's looking up to his left, thinking about something in the past that, has made Jim sad. Now you can mask the physical reaction. Poker players do that. I coach the best poker players in the world. Y you can have a poker face and no one knows really what's going on with your thoughts. Simultaneously, however, there's a second reaction that's emotional. So I have a thought through the synapse of my uh, nervous system. Um, that thought will trigger a change in body chemistry of a lowered or increased serotonin level so that when I think of something sad, I feel sad. Mm -hmm. And if you're with me or even on the phone, you can sense that Jim's sad or Jim's in a good mood and without seeing me physically. So every thought has a physical reaction, simultaneous emotional reaction, although the emotion is very difficult to mask. My daughter has learned how to do that as a frontline trauma nurse, and she's going through all kinds of hardship in her hospital, which is overrun with COVID. But she's not emotionally reacting to it. Uh, she's on the front line. But the third reaction is intuitive, and that was the experiment I said with the child. That can't be masked. So you're in your own home <clears throat> thinking negative thoughts. Maybe you've got a positive look and maybe you don't feel sad, but you're sending out negative vibes. Everybody in the house is picking that up. Everybody. <clears throat> and the first way to get rid of stress from your own kids is to not reflect stress in your own self. Right. And so we're all awake. We're not all aware. Think about what you think about. We need to take mental thought inventory. Am I staying in the past? Am I projecting negativity in the future with my imagination? What am I broadcasting to the people that I care about and love? What am I doing to my relationships? Jeff, right now, you know, divorce was at a high rate before COVID. It's 25% higher right now. And some think it's going to be more. When you're sequestered in a <clears throat> one-bedroom uh, apartment in Manhattan for 10 months with your significant other, uh, no matter how much you love them, that's tough. And um, think, think about what you think about. So um, in any event... Um, it's almost a responsibility, isn't it, Jim? I mean, you really, it almost, it all, you can almost look at it like that. It's our responsibility for ourselves, most definitely for ourselves, that's part of that self-discipline. We should want the best for ourselves, and we're 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 gonna we're gonna be held accountable. Yeah, right. 
of right. what our fa- of what our family thinks, with what our company thinks. Uh, negative stress runs downhill. It don't run uphill. It <laughs> runs downhill. That. Yeah. I mean, if I'm negative and I'm running my company, I'm, I'm spreading negativity throughout my company, and I wonder why my company's not adjusting and adapting to what's going on. Uh, so, leaders, if you're listening on this call right now, get it together. You got to go to another level. We got to lead by example to our children, to our family, and to our companies, and obviously to our community. No more victim. Stop being a victim of COVID 19. Stop being a victim of politics. Stop it. We don't need to do that. We have free will, the greatest gift. The greatest gift of mankind. I got free will. So I can think like a victim. I can think like a judge, or I can think like a champion. I can starve the victim in me by not feeding it. I can starve the judge in me, judging anybody and everybody, my family, my company, and I can feed the champion. I am awesome. I have free will to do that. Everybody is awake, but we're not all aware of how we're broadcasting the victim and the judge. So, uh, Love yourself first, so now you can share the love with others. Oh, Jim. But you need to think about what you think about. Yeah. Jim Fannin, um, Feed the Champion. That will be the official title of this episode. The first episode for 2021 is officially titled Feed the Champion because that's what it's all about. Holy cow, I love it. Well, and, and, there, and how do you feed the champion of your kid? I'm going to give you the four most powerful words you can say to your child. And when I say these four words, you need to do it judiciously. You need to do it at the same time I'm going to mention. And um, you need to lower your voice and add silence between the words. And this is if you have a small kid or maybe a young teenager within 30 minutes of them sleeping You go into the room, you say this one time, you lower your voice, you get very calm, and you whisper, and even though they're asleep, hearing is 24-7. Your subconscious does not go to sleep, thank goodness, or it wouldn't be controlling our breathing while we were asleep. I believe in you. So I'm touching my child's arm. I might stroke my daughter's hair. She's asleep. I go into the room. I lower my voice. I believe in you. And I walk out of the room. I don't qualify what that means. I don't do it every night. Sprinkle it once a week, twice a week. Because it's from someone they love, because your voice is obviously familiar, And because you're adding silence between the words, it magnifies the results. That voice message is recorded by your child's subconscious, and it will replay, I believe in you, 15 to 20 times while they're sleeping. Self-esteem is what your child 
self-esteem is what you think other people think about you. So by you saying that to your child, they now know that's what you think about them. And that is how you change, elevate, leverage a positive self-esteem. And what's more important than the positive self-esteem of your kid? Nothing. Feeding the champion. Feeding the champion. That's feeding the champion within your kid. Wow. I love it. I love it, Jim Fannin. What a great way to kick off 2021. I'm telling you right now, after 2020 is behind us, here we go. 2021, feeding the champion, Jim Fannin. I love this stuff. I, I really believe we have an opportunity. COVID has introduced us to ourselves, and that's what adversity does. Adversity introduces you to yourself and how you adjust, how you adapt. And if you adhere to your positive principles, uh, that's how you'll be measured in 2021. So everyone, let's create a positive tsunami of discipline, focus, confidence, optimism, peaceful relaxation, and passionate for living the best life possible. But it starts in the mirror, feeding the champion within you. We can do this one person at a time, but you know what's interesting, Jeff? One person can change 50 people within a few hours, within a few days, within a few weeks. And 50 people can change 500, and 500 can change 5,000, 5,000 can change 50,000, and a community has now changed. We can, and we will do this. We have the responsibility personally. We have the accountability to do this, but we also have the authority with free will to make it so. Oh, Jim Fannin. What an incredible way to kick off 2021 for everybody. Feed the champion. Triple A and four words for your children. So great. So great. Well, uh, thank you for uh, inviting me on the show. I, I love your show. It's a show about truth, and I, I'm really humbled to be on it and uh, allowing me to share my thoughts. And I'm wishing everyone that's listening uh, have your genuine, authentic, best self year. And uh, you can do it. You will do it. And uh, I look forward to being back on your show again. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Jim Fannin. More to come, my good friend. And there you go, everybody. Crush Hall of Famer, Jim Fannin. And if you haven't heard Jim before, you now know why we love to kick off every year with a conversation with Jim. That was perhaps one of our most powerful conversations. I will be going back and listening to this again. I will be sharing this with my family and friends, my colleagues, and certainly the athletes that I work with. So many great things to take away. And listen, Jim has a lifetime of experience at the developmental levels, at the highest levels, and in life in general. The, maybe for me, the most powerful things to take away for me are just the conversations about family and taking care of your kids. You know, I consider a lot of my athletes my kids as well. I really do. They, they become like family. Their families become our family. Um, but, you know, through this COVID time, we have teenagers in the house. 
And I've seen them go through tough times here. And boy, Jim just has some great advice. I can't wait to share this uh, with my family. And I'm so, so glad you guys could join us for this kickoff to 2021. And I couldn't be more excited. Again, our two main themes coming up for this year are the brain. We're going to look at everything that entails. How should we attack it? How should we set ourselves up for success when it comes to the brain game? And what are the technologies out there that are now allowing us to map, monitor, and train the brain like never before? We are on the edge of a new era of human performance. Let's make sure that you're right there with us. And then, of course, we're going to be focusing on talent. And, and talent's a big one. They're, the brain and talent, they're both big. They're gigantic. And that's why we're dedicating the entire year to them. So along with all of the great crush stuff, yes, we'll be talking about the brain and talking to some of the world's top experts from every aspect of brain performance. We're also going to do the same with talent. And talent, again, is a big one. Next week, we will talk with one of the crush favorites when it comes to talent, talent development, to get a perspective on where we're at. We're going to talk with crush favorite, Sports science researcher Joe Baker from York University. We're going to set it up. There's one thing we know right now. We don't even have a consensus on what the definition of talent is. So maybe we need to start there. If we're truly going to develop a system and get a better understanding of what talent and talent development is, not to mention talent ID, which we're terrible at. We're going to look into that as well. But in order to get good at any of this stuff, we should have a common idea of what talent is, what it looks like, and maybe how it progresses through development. Oh, I can't wait. I have never been more excited for a season of Crush Performance than I have been for 2021. Let's go, everybody. I have to thank Jim Fannin for all of his wisdom, insights, and information today. I hope you guys get out there and share it with your family, friends, teammates, and colleagues because this is a powerful, powerful conversation. And there's many more to come as we get set to attack 2021. Remember, keep your eyes open for our new Crush website coming up. We'll keep you posted with that. And until next week, everybody, get out there, stay safe, have some fun. But most of all, let's get a little better. Talk to you next week. Goodbye now. Don't forget to ride. This is an MMA report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan. Quick fix on Radio Influence. Of course, as I've mentioned, this is now the second time that ESPN Plus has raised the price of UFC pay-per-views. I will tell you this, Daniel, when I first saw this story, my immediate thought was not as Jason Floyd, the guy who talks about MMA on, on a podcast. My first thought was as a consumer, like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. It, that that's a That's expensive, man. It really is, like... It's, I mean, we're talking either 60 bucks or, or $70 or pay-per-view. And at some point, I mean, it gets really financially not great for people. Like, like a lot of us aren't making that much money, Jason. And, and we can't be shelling out a bunch of dough for a UFC pay-per-view once a month or twice a month. I mean, it's as simple as that. But I think as a consumer, it hasn't hit a price point that's going to scare me away from buying the pay-per-view. But it's starting to, right? I mean, every time there's a price shift, I think we have this feeling, and we've seen several price shifts. I think the most concerning thing is that we've already moved to the second price move under the ESPN Plus umbrella. I mean, it hasn't been too long. And to see that shift again is quite a bit, but you know, I, I think anytime Conor McGregor fights, they're going to move the pay-per-view price. I, I think 
you know, they're they're not moving the pay per view price if it's Figueredo versus Moreno, if it's a Sevchenko headlined fight. But if Connor's fighting, that's when they're going to move that price, so then people get suckered into it and they fall on the trend. I don't think this this jump up is going to affect the business of the UFC. I, I think it's going to get similar buy rates. I think you're going to have less people buy the smaller shows per usual. The MMA Report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.